Welcome back, friends. Lost Garf here, and it's time for Kirby's Dreamcast, where we cover everything Kirby, from the anime to the games to the manga and everything else. Today we're going to talk about Kirby in the Forgotten Land, or as it's known in Japan, Kirby Discovery. The game is a month away, and we're getting new details every day, but I decided now is a good time to talk about it, with a month left to anticipate how much fun we're all going to have in a month. Why not at a week before release or so? Well, because I believe we got our last big trailer and anything else we learn at this point will be fun little details about powers and bosses and nothing major. Like King Dedede or who the big bad is, we're not going to learn that, we're going to see that in the game itself. Here I want to go over the three big trailers, talk about the speculations, controversies, and theories the community and I have, and make predictions before the game comes out. Then I'll do a follow-up review on Kirby and the Forgotten Land around a month after release. By that time I should have the game 100% unless it's a really short game which none of us expect. Or a really, really long game, depending on how they do it. I'm not expecting Kirby Fighters 2, that's a long time to 100%. This review will not be a full dive like we do with the gaming episodes until we get to it years later, after covering every other game first. Speaking of that, the next Kirby Superstar episode is in the works, so look out for that too soon enough. One last thing to mention before we get started is there will be a bunch of Kirby 30th Anniversary merch in Japan in late March, early April, so save some money if you want to import that stuff. Also check out Kirby Informer on Twitter. They've made efforts to find pre-order bonuses for multiple countries. We in the US get pins, while Canada gets a bag, and Hong Kong gets a hat. By the way, Target did a pre-order bonus for Kirby Star Allies. It was a bag, and I got it, so yay for me on that. Alright, so let's go over the first trailer. It was the announcement trailer from last year on the Nintendo Direct on the 23rd of September 2021. It started with Ruins, and I wasn't sure what this was. I was like, maybe it's Splatoon? I see odd writing on everything. Then we hear the ocean, and then, oh snap, it's Kirby! Our favorite baby boy is waking up on the beach and there's sand on him, which was a nice touch there. And he gets up and he stares into the wilderness. Kind of gave off that World of Light vibes right there with that shot. Kirby then gets up and he's running and you realize it's gameplay. It's 3D, and the music is starting up, and it's it's not a cutscene. Oh my god, it's not a cutscene. And it was overwhelming the first time. I totally teared up. Everything was so cute, and it looked great, and it was so colorful. Wow, it was nice. So we see Kirby running through a mall, and the first thing he encounters are Garlfi. These are essentially the Waddle Dees of this game. There are these fox-like creatures that are going to be everywhere, but unlike the Waddles, they look like they want to beat up Kirby. Interestingly, in the first shot, we see a sign on a wall that has a crude drawing of Kirby with an X over it. So I guess that's how everyone knows Kirby is an enemy. I can't gush enough about how good the music in this trailer was, though. Oh, it fits so well. It gave this cute sense of wonder as you watch Kirby run around. And it was just so good! I just loved it so much! We see Kirby navigating the world, then oh snap, Kaboo is back! And you could say, duh, they're gonna have old and new, but still, it's a new land, maybe there wouldn't be these guys. But no, they're there too, so that's cool to see. And then there was the first moment that got a lot of fan art, and that was Kirby with the three cute ducklings. It's just so cute! And then people notice something in the scene as well, it's these egg dogs in the center. It's a boy and a girl. Hal's logo is of a dog with three eggs! So obviously, that's what that's referencing from. Then we got the shot that everyone used as a profile picture, and the gif that got used a lot, and that is, of course, Kirby on the warp star looking back at the camera and waving at you. It was just so cute. Following that is lots of general gameplay with new enemies, and seeing how the game is tackling 3D. I am loving the camera angles, and not only the usage of background and foreground, but also the verticals of this game, especially with the ladder scene they used. And then I noticed something interesting. You get, like, stars when you beat enemies, and also just stars around to pick up, and money is laying around, so what is this money about? And then you realize maybe it is just points, because, you know, uh, points have always been a thing in Kirby games, you just don't have to get as many points as you can. But then, of course, we learn that that's going to be relevant later in the third trailer. 
And then came something I didn't notice the first time. Kirby has a backflip now. He uses it to dodge out of attacks, which makes sense to quickly do that in 3D. Then we see three Waddle Dees getting rescued, and the internet went nuts with speculation. Could the front darker Waddle Dee be Bandana Dee? There was so much debate over this. And of course, we see in the third trailer that it's most likely not them, because Bandana Dee is in the opening cutscene from what we can tell when he's getting warped into the Forgotten Land with Kirby. So he has his bandana there, so maybe it is not him there since he already has his bandana. Or maybe he lost it, who knows? Then we see the classic copy ability Sword, Cutter, Spike, Fire, and Ice. And Spike looked really good because Kirby was able to be a real porcupine here, and that's awesome. Then we got the cutscene where Kirby gets grabbed by the gorilla boss named Gorimondo. We learned that name later on from Kirby Twitter. And the 3D fight looked pretty good. And all we knew at this point was Spring 2022, which made sense. Many Kirby games come out in the spring because Kirby is the boy who comes with a spring breeze, so that makes sense. Last thing to mention from the first trailer is Elphilin. I didn't notice that flying mouse squirrel for the first dozen times I watched the trailer. I thought it was a butterfly or bird. Then I saw a pause of it and I was like, oh snap, is that an enemy or an ally or what? Speculations were already happening at this point. People were thinking maybe it's the new companion and the question was, are they an Eileen or Ribbon or are they Marks and Magalore? I'm not ashamed to admit I spent way too many times watching this trailer. I just kept watching it and watching it and watching it. I just, I'm just such a fan of Kirby. Of course, I'm a fanboy. I made his podcast after all. I also enjoyed the tons and tons of cute drawings of Kirby and the ducklings and other art inspired from the trailer. One last crazy thing is how smart Kirby Twitter is with all the little details they found and the fact they almost completely translated the language in the game in the first week. That's right. All the writing you see can be translated to English. It is nuts. I cannot believe that. And of course, everyone is currently still speculating that this might be Shiverstar, since Shiverstar is frozen Earth and now it's thawed. Because the ruins look like it's Earth and nature has taken back the planet. But is it? Is it not? Maybe we'll get an answer here. Hopefully we do, because it'd be interesting to see that maybe it is Radline's from. Maybe. Or it's time travel. Who knows? We'll find out. Honestly, I did not expect this trailer to come up on the direct when it did. I was expecting another late in the year spinoff game for the Switch to be announced here. To keep the yearly Kirby game streak of having a game every year, they've been doing it for almost a decade, but then the streak was broken in 2021. And I was also expecting a 30th Kirby anniversary for 2022, but I was happily surprised with this mainline game instead. And over the months, we got little bits of info like the Peggy 7 rating and that the game would have scary elements. I assume that's because of the captured Waddle Dees in the dark stages and we saw that jump scare thing that Kirby flipped from. Peggy 7 means in Europe that they think the game is appropriate for 7-year-olds. And quick aside to that, I have no problem with Kirby being a kid's game. I am a full-grown adult. I will always love Kirby. I'm happy he is for all ages, because that means people big and small can enjoy him. Look, I also enjoy Batman and Doom. So if I want more mature, violent stuff, I can go over there. Humans can like multiple things for multiple genres. So don't let people calling Kirby a kid's game get to you, because it really shouldn't bother you. It's a game for all ages, everyone can enjoy it, and if you need to be more mature with things, you can do other things for that. You don't need Kirby for that, obviously. Then after all those months, January comes around, and we got a new trailer out of the blue. Now named the Copy Abilities Co-op trailer. First, we've got to see Kirby be really cute while riding their warp star in what I assume is from the opening cutscene. And the big thing I noticed is that Kirby's eye blues are now iridescent this time. Which means they change color depending on the angle you look at them from. And you can see that here. An interesting thing is that it's not just Kirby, it's also Waddle Dee with their eye browns. So for Kirby, we see a deeper blue straight on while light blue at angles. 
while Waddle Dee is brown straight on and yellow at angles. Kirby Star Allies was a deep purple blue from all angles, and by the way, the cover art reflects this too with a partial blue to light blue-green sheen on the cover art for Kirby and Forgotten Lands. But I think my favorite Kirby eyes when it comes to cover art has got to be Kirby Star Allies because in his eye blues, he's got galaxies in there, which just shows you just how deep he probably is on the inside, which can be kind of scary. <laughs> After this, we see the return of Bomb, Tornado, Hammer, and Crash Kirby, and that's really cool to see those back. Kind of to be expected, there's a certain number of powers that always come back. Then everyone freaked the heck out because Bandana D showed up. And then they freaked out even more when they realized Bandana D was player two. Seeing Bandana D's spearcopter in 3D was pretty sweet. Some fans speculate that maybe Bandana D isn't the only player two, and maybe we'll get to use Meta Knight and King Dedede as well. Who knows, maybe. It'd be cool to see the helper system come back. I also hope they can be AI controlled. Then we see some Waddle Dees get captured, and it's sad. And then we get to meet our new friend, the flying squirrel mouse thing named Elphilin. And Kirby cutely rescues Waddle Dees with them. Then we're introduced to Waddle Dee Town! I'm gonna talk to every Waddle Dee I walk across every time I come to the town, because oh my god, why wouldn't I? We see some buildings like a restaurant, a theater, an arena, and what we learned in Trailer 3 to be the weapon shop. Followed by restaurant worker Kirby, and fishing Kirby! Fishing Kirby by far got the most fan art and memes until Trailer 3 came out. I swear there was so much. I really liked the Wise D. This Waddle D came to Earth and decided to read up more and got his PhD in record time. Good for him. Then we got to see the Gacha Ball game. So this is the newest collectibles and it's so cute. In the past it was stickers or keychains and I can't wait to collect figures of all of Kirby's friends. Next is Kirby warping around to show us the overworld map and that was pretty cool there. And we're introduced to two new powers, Drill and Ranger Kirby. So many Gun Kirby memes. So people think Drill Kirby means we won't get Animal Kirby since that ability digs and they might be right. And by the way, Ranger Kirby is a funny pun. He's shooting stars. Do you get it? Shooting stars? Do you get it? I, I hope you get it. Then we see a captured Elphilin doll. What's that about? Followed by some animal licking their lips and then Wispy Woods? The fight looks cool, but what the heck are they doing here? Turns out they're Tropic Woods, by the way. And is Cracker coming back too? Because I'm expecting that now. I really wasn't expecting these guys. I'm like, maybe they won't come back for once. Nope, there they are. We then get some beautiful shots, and then, oh snap, Meta Knight's here to challenge Kirby in the arena. And lastly, we get the release date of 3-25-2022, while Kirby in a Waddle Dee sunbathe. I was even more hype after this. Co-op mode? Heck yeah, that's awesome. Gun Kirby? Also awesome. And of course, the most important thing, fishing! <laughs> Then after release, we got Elphilin's name and more of Waddle Dee Village revealed, including seeing Kirby's house and Kirby having Kirby burgers with Bandana Dee and Elphilin. It looks like the Kirby Cafe menu is in this game, by the way. Someone zoomed in on that. And of course, the evil Elphilin theory started to roll in some more. And then shortly after, we heard a Direct was coming in February, and I knew another trailer was coming, and I also expected a 30th anniversary game too, because we started seeing Kirby 30th stuff online and announcements Nintendo had plans for Kirby's 30th anniversary. I'm still surprised we didn't see a collection in this direct. I guess we'll see an announcement after Forgotten Land since we got collections for 20th and 25th anniversaries. I completely expect a 30th anniversary collection, and they're just waiting so they don't kill any of the hype for Forgotten Land somehow. The third trailer was known as the Malfa Mode trailer, and it starts with Kirby running into a mall ruins and seeing three Garofis. It's a weird word, Garofis on a car, and they attack and Kirby goes to suck them up and does just that but also sucks up the car, and wow does Kirby stretch to eat it. But he doesn't swallow the car, and he ends up in a funny-looking form, 
that has been named Carby by the community. It was hilarious, and I thought it was just a joke for the trailer, but then after some gameplay and a scene of Waddle Dee's getting captured, it's revealed to be Mouthful Mode? So Kirby has a new power, and it is so creative and funny and silly. I absolutely love how silly it is. This new mode allows the devs to be even more creative with Kirby, and they went ham. It's just fun to see Kirby in various forms in Epic Yarn, and it was with his mech and having multiple forms. And we're getting it again here. I love all these forms. And they're going to be so fun to play and to see what they do with them. Carlet's Kirby drive around, vending machine launches cans, cones break things like he's just stabbing to the ground. Someone theorizes this is Kirby making his best guess as to what these things can do. And it seems like it because Cone is silly. Scissor lift for height puzzles, ring shoots a big gust of air and Kirby uses it to boat around, light bulb for dark levels, arch flying sections, and water balloon for Splatoon-like sections, and watering things? I hope there's even more forms, I hope this isn't it. The amount of Mouthful Mode fan art has been incredible, by the way. And it's just from the forms of the games to hilarious forms on the internet. And of course, someone made a Mouthful Mode of Halberd. Kirby just eating the whole dang Halberd. That is the funniest thing. Because remember, Robobot, he does make a mech out of the Halberd, so that was really cool there. So why wouldn't he do that too? Also, there is a Godzilla Mouthful Mode, and which is hilarious as well. People do see these forms as meaning we won't get lighter water Kirby, though. And they might be right. Then we got to see Waddle Dee Town, and it's so cool to see that the more waddles you save, the more they build up the town. We see the cafe, Kirby's house, the arena, a theater, the weapon shop, and other buildings. People are wildly speculating what these other buildings are, but nothing feels solid at the moment. Then we got to see Waddle Dee's weapon shop, and I was so hyped. Evolving copy abilities? Heck yeah! We see Kirby needs to collect certain stars to unlock the evolution blueprints, so that's the incentive you get to take out everyone on screen. How good for everyone else. Then we see Chakram Cutter being used on a big buff Mr. Frosty, which is pretty cool. Then Volcano Fire Kirby lobbing magma at enemies. Then Clutter Needle Kirby, which is a clear reference to Swiss Army Knife Kirby from Kirby 64. Heck yeah, I'm loving that reference. Gigant Sword Kirby looks sweet. Noble Ranger is a pirate Kirby with dueling pistols with rapid fire. That was really cool. Then Frosty Kirby making Frosty Snowmen. It's so cute. And of course... Toy Hammer, and he's got he's this little cube over the helmet, it's just, it's just too good, it's too cute, it's too cute, the sound effects, it's, it's, I'm dying, that was just so much sweetness. And lastly, Dragonfire Kirby looked so badass, so badass. Then lastly, we got some random bits of what I assume is from the intro cutscenes, or other cutscenes slash boss fights, like Kirby rushing on his Warp Star, Kirby versus Clowerlane, Kirby versus Silly Dillo, what appears to be King Dedede with Feral Garlfies. Have they gone feral too? Then we see Kirby falling through what I assume is a warp tunnel and bandana D's in the background, so this is how they end up in the Forgotten Land. We also see Kirby stretch in this scene, which makes people think, that's why he can do mouthful mode instead of just eat the car. Then we see Elphalan in some sort of goo or smoke, what's going on there? And lastly is Kirby driving. So there's a lot going on in this trailer, and people are so hype and speculating a lot. And a cool thing that Nintendo and Kirby JP on Twitter are releasing more videos and info every day. They're also making the Kirby JP account talk with Alpha Lynn as the one handling the Twitter. Like how Animal Crossing had Isabel doing it, that's what they're doing here, and it's pretty cute. Recently, we got to see gameplay footage of the boss fight with Clowerlin, and Cutter Kirby Evolutions with Chakram and Full Metal Cutter. There's also a six-minute gameplay video on YouTube that shows off more of the mouthful abilities and copy evolutions. We've also gotten more screenshots showing Kirby's home, the theater, and more. Also, Super Cube Shot of Kirby sleeping in his giant bed. It's very cute. Another cool shot is, of course, Kirby eating the Kirby burgers with Bandana D and 
Elphalyn, and there's also a shot of Kirby in car mode with Bandana D riding in the back, which is cool there. Oh, and a, a detail people noticed was, if you have sound on, the Waddle Dees will wanya at you. They'll make noises trying to get your attention so you can save them, which is cute, and also, well, yeah, you gotta save them, come on. So let's talk about Crawlaline. Crawlaline? That's a really hard name for a moment. People are calling her furry bait, and where are her organs? But honestly, the thought didn't cross my mind. I guess I was innocent here. I've never thought about Rule 34 in Kirby, because of course I haven't! I still have not seen Rule 34 of her. I hear there's a lot of it, but I have not seen any in the Kirby community or on Twitter and anywhere that I'm in. So I guess I'm in the more innocent side of Twitter, which is fine with me. Totally fine with me. I'm, I'm fine being with the innocent crowd. I don't need to see that. I don't go to Kirby for Rule 34. I go to other things for that. People say she's out of place, but really all the animals are out of place. This is the point of this world. Like, they're in a whole different world. They're in a new dimension or something. So they're not going to look like they should be in the same place. Kirby looks very different from these animal creatures, and that makes sense. But the where's her organs thing? Where's anyone's organs? For the most part, Kirby's just a stomach as far as we know. That's all he is. That is it. Look at Sectonia and Susie, by the way. Where are their organs? Where are people asking about the organs on there? Come on now. I get complaints, but I also think people are just being weird at the same time. I think if a child sees her, they're not going to feel anything sexual. because Well, they're children, so obviously. But I think it's just on the person whether you see sexualization here or not. And that's it. It's really just on the viewer. Simple on that one, I think. Lingering theories. People and myself included are wondering if maybe the Waddle Dees have been turned into the Garlfees. Because they had the exact same eyes as the Waddle Dees, and will be the new numerous enemy like Waddle Dees used to be. And that might be it! Or... Or they're just designed to look like Waddle Dees because, well, they're the new Waddle Dees. Either one is possible. Another theory is that maybe we have more than just Bandana D as a player too. I said that earlier, and that would be pretty cool. I'm kind of hoping for helpers again. That would be awesome. Like, Star Allies let us do that. Well, this? Maybe. Maybe not. Personally, I hope we get some confirmation on what's happened with Void. I would love to see a rebirth of them someday. If not this game, hopefully some game in the future while I'm alive. I would love to see that. I definitely don't think Elphalyn is a betrayer, but I guess we'll see. I can't wait to see what the big bad will be as well. We'll likely get a big lion boss and then like a Cthulhu lion or something. Whatever it is, I'm sure the music and the battle will be awesome. Kirby does not disappoint with their final battles or soundtrack. I cannot wait for that. But in the end, we'll see what's right when the game comes out. And it'll also be cool to see what other tidbits of information we get until release and what they decide to put into the commercial. One last thing to talk about has got to be Meta Knight and King Dedede. Meta Knight we saw in the arena. I think what it is is maybe Meta Knight challenges Kirby just because it's an arena and he's also hanging out there trying to help out maybe. Maybe he won't be in the story at all. He's just there for the arena. We'll find out. Or he has his own mode. Another Meta Knight mode wouldn't be bad. King Dedede, on the other hand, this is interesting speculation here. Has he gone feral? He is a penguin. Or maybe he's just hiding out, trying to not get killed out there, and once he sees Kirby, he's like, Oh, snap, Kirby's here, okay. Alright, let's go save my guys, or something. We'll find out. I don't know. It all depends on whether or not the theory that the people are getting transformed and things like that are happening or not. It'll really depend on that. But I think we're going to have another boss fight with King Dedede, and that'll be pretty fun. Look, it's not a bad thing having King Dedede be an antagonist every freaking game. I know people love King Dedede, they like him more as a protagonist. But he's always been an antagonist who fights Kirby for different reasons, and he's still a rival to Kirby. He's a friend of Kirby, but also a rival, and that's not a bad thing. Some people are a little too sensitive when it comes to certain things when it comes to Kirby, and like King Dedede's portrayal and things like that, and I get it, but at the same time, it's 
I think it is a maturity thing. Just a maturity of different people in the community and the people defending these different things and having problems with that. As an adult, as a full-grown adult, I have no problem admitting that Kirby's my favorite character. I have no problem with people seeing that. But that's because I'm a mature adult. And because of the all-ages bit of Kirby, there's going to be kids who just feel different sensitivities about it. And at the end of the day, I can't really do anything about that. I just... I think you don't need to be so sensitive about it. You don't need to defend Kirby. It's a 30-year-old franchise, and I think they'll do a good job. Sure, King is going to be an enemy again, but he's going to be a fun ally at the end of this whole thing, I'm sure. He just can't always be the ally. And you can say it's stale having King Dedede as an antagonist again, but we're having freaking Wispy Woods again, and probably Krakow. There is a formula here, but it's always a fun and creative formula every time anyway, and that's what I like about Kirby. Kirby has beat up King Dedede so many times, but it has been fun every single time. I enjoy fighting King Dedede. I got no problem fighting him again. And so with that, it is the end of the episode of Kirby's Dreamcast. Next episode will be Kirby Superstar Part 4. And beyond that should be reviewing Kirby in the Forgotten Land and eventually Kirby Superstar Part 5. And so on and so forth. And eventually we'll get back to the anime. I had fun and I hope you had fun too. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Having fun. Thanks for coming by and see you next time.